how y'all doing welcome back to the soul surgery podcast in favor i hope you guys are doing well i hope you've been blessed i am so excited for today's topic as you know we're talking about cancel culture and i have a special guest with me i don't know how to introduce <laughs> i call her deaconess i call her pasta but she don't like it when i call her I don't know where she got that from. I don't know who gave her the audacity <laughs> to call me that. I don't know, but that's her. So don't don't start calling me that. I beg. My name is fine. Yeah, My name know, will the thing just is, do I, right. I call her that because she's so wise. She's so wise. She's so anointed. She's amazing. Um, but I'll let her introduce herself. Miss, wanna tell us what's your name? Wait, do I actually introduce myself? <laughs> okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So my name is Kutwai. Uh, I'm from Zimbabwe. <laughs> ZW reps, 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 reps. Um. I live in New Zealand. I. I'm in uni. <laughs> Y'all don't need to know what I'm studying. So just know I'm in uni. Um. I met Favor, I think, I don't even know how, but I just saw her in the streets because she used to be in the streets a lot. So I saw her one day in the streets and First I was just all, like, I don't know. this girl. But, okay, but what were I don't you know doing what you're the- doing in the streets, but I just took her in because <laughs> she looked like she needed somebody. So I took her in. I was like, come sis, I got you. I'll help you out. So that's how the I lies. got to know Favor. The lies, um, the lies that you are Yeah, the and now oh, we're here. Okay. That's okay. I'll, we'll- you know you know that mall was the streets every single wretched person who was at that mall belonged in the streets you were one of them i was one of them we were all the streets so yeah yeah, we met each other in the streets Um, this is so exciting thank you so much for um taking time out of your day to come on the podcast to talk about this i i believe that this is a serious um issue especially in our society um i don't think it's a new concept but i believe that it's more like okay back in the day it was dangerous but it's still as dangerous in our modern society now um and that's cancel culture so i'll start off with just even asking um you what what is cancel culture to you i think cancel culture is just literally online shaming Mm. I just feel like it's just online shaming. But is it just online though? Or because um, I don't, for me personally, I don't think it is. Like, yes, it's, it's mm-hmm. seen more. Because for me, cancel culture is more like the, the act of like boycotting or ki- silencing someone, usually to threaten yeah. fin- their finance or like popularity loss. Um, and I don't think mm-hmm. it's just an online thing because there are some people that are, yes, they can express that they're canceling this person online, but people... Yeah. can easily be cancelled in workplaces like it's something where people yeah. boycott your business it's not mm-hmm. it's not always online like they physically will boycott your business that's They're true saying, we will not purchase from you anymore or they can cancel yeah, that's a, true. A someone a, a party they can cancel so it's more yeah. like because i'm because what i'm posing is more the cancel culture itself of this culture in general of not. wanting to cancel people Mm-hmm. and okay you know like because i was thinking it's more of like online yeah because i think it's because yeah. we see it more online but yeah. it's not just online i would like to think that cancel culture is something that can be in any place any place you can because people can easily say you're canceled like mm-hmm. i remember there was a time where especially when the even the term bro you canceled like i used to say it it was a thing where someone, that was such a trend yeah someone would do something you'll just be like um you're canceled and because mm-hmm. that was never just an online thing we would say that when we were together yeah. in person so it was just more of like mm-hmm. because either i don't like what you're doing or maybe because what you're doing is wrong i'm allowed to cancel you and i think that is really dangerous like if we're just gonna say it from the like from the from the um from the jump but you already touched base because i was about to ask like what's your thoughts on cancel culture and like what you think and you've definitely mm-hmm. touched base on that and i think i think obviously i believe cancel culture is not a good thing i think it's a bad thing in the sense of there's no i don't there's i don't see any positive outcome in canceling someone no not at all because you can't like 
Because when if you tell me cancel culture, when I cancel something, I'm like if I cancel an event, like I so there's a difference if I postpone, I'll do it later, <laughs> and I cancel mm-hmm. an event, which means it's not happening. Cancel, mm-hmm. delete, the same. It's a similar button. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm deleting you, which means I delete you, you're gone, disappear out. Mm-hmm. So then it's like society, our society, like you said, it's like this place of entitlement where we feel like, you know what, I have the right to cancel someone. I have the right to delete mm-hmm. you. I have the right to claim that you're being, I don't have to consider you a human being anymore. You're trash now. You've right. made a mistake either in your past or present and you're not allowed to improve on yourself. And that's it. Um, and I feel like our society pats themselves on the shoulder with this idea that we're trying to make the world a better place when really you're just adding. You're not. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're just adding to the fuel. You know what I mean? You're really, yeah, literally that's so true. Um, mm. but I get what you mean, um, with how it's not just social media like based, yeah. but I think we started to realize the impact it had when it was now so prevalent on social media, social media and seeing how so many people can just jump on one person and say, we cancel you. Mm. And it results in that person losing their job, mm. like, you know, losing something, uh, whether it's like finances, whether it's like a brand deal, they had partnership, losing a TV show that they were doing, whatever it was. Mm. Um, and, it, and like what you said, there's nothing good that comes out of, um, cancel culture because not only does it make someone lose something they also it also tarnishes their reputation yeah um now every time when you think of someone who has been canceled you just think of like the bad that they've done you never think about the good that they've done Mm. you just see them now as such a bad person because the world has painted them to be a bad person Mm. something like um like a, a simple mistake that they've taken now has just wiped away everything else good that they've done under the sun everyone just sees them as this whole bad person. No, like they, like we said, we, I think we kind of touched on this. There's no room for mistakes. No yeah. one wants to understand, understand, you know, the, con- the context of, you know, what made them, you know, become ignorant in whatever they said or whatever. Like no one mm. wants to, do you know what I mean? There's no like, context. No to, one actually yeah. thinks about the context. They just think, oh, they said that, cancelled. Yeah. I, you know yeah no i, he- no, I hear that, no yeah. one at all i think there's yeah. even different variations of cancel not different variations but i, I like to say because i i see two different aspects to it i see the cancel culture that participates like that loves to dig in your past so their focus is mm-hmm. what you did in the past like 10 years ago five years ago eight years ago and they bring it up and then now they want to say based on the mistake you made in your past we choose right. to now right. disqualify who you could have become today that we admire right i.e obviously we'll, um, we'll use nella rose as an example and before we go on to her situation i'll say r.i.p to her dad who recently passed away and mm-hmm. her mom who passed away a few years ago um and obviously i don't think she would be listening to this podcast but um she's in definitely she's in my prayers um but just to say even with her situation I don't want to dig into exactly what she was saying and stuff like that, but sure, we're going to say, okay, colorism posts um, and talking about a specific um, ethnic group, Somalian people, and mocking them. She made these posts when she was 13, 14. Um, I don't think the excuse that she was just a child is valid, but I think the excuse that, no, it's not even an excuse, but I think to understand that when she did it, this was like 13, I like guess back in the day, like we were probably year nine. Year nine. Yeah. Back, Back in, in the day, that no, was normal. Okay. Let's not um, lie, like it wasn't normal I'm to be a colorist. Um, I don't know which black girl who, you know, year nine, when we were 13, who actually like loved themselves. Talk about I it. don't know, like, you know, this whole like black power movement, black is beautiful. That wasn't a thing back then. Let's what? not lie. Mm. It was all about light skins. Honey. Exactly. It was all about being light skinned. Yep. So, honestly, um, when because she actually did put up a video i don't know if you've seen it where she apologized about it and she talked about like about it and i was just like guys she gave you the context she generally apologized Mm -hmm. but still people were slandering her there was two coming in the Mm -hmm. comments and saying that it's not good enough basically 
we still want to c- cancel you. But who are and it's you? Like, I'm still to figure out who, right. what do we think we are entitled to? Because this is my thing. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I, I'm going to be honest, when I first heard it, I, w- I didn't think she's canceled, but I was like, really? Like, how are you going to go and do that? Like, that is, like, why would you do that? But then I started to think about it and I said, let me not lie. I remember I was anti, I was low-key anti-black when I was year nine, year mm-hmm. 10. I remember saying, I would never, ever date a black boy. I was, I would run mm-hmm. around saying, I'm going to marry me a white man and I'm going to have colored kids with blue eyes, <laughs> hazel eyes. I refuse to have dark-skinned children. I refuse to date a black yeah. boy. I only like, if you, and I wanted the whitest of the whitest. Like I wanted the beach blonde hair to the point that you look albino. Mm-hmm. I wanted that. I was like, my kids are going to look as white as possible. And the, the sad thing is, yeah, I didn't write that on social media. But I could, like, y'all could easily cancel me now for being like, why are you so pro-black right. when, when you were year nine? Exactly. You, you, you said you wanted to, to, you were fetishizing whiteness. I was like, yeah, I was a product mm-hmm. of, of the system. I was a product of the system. I was a product of the trend of it was okay to crack to say black jokes it was okay to say um that you know you you want light-skinned kids you know what I mean like it was okay to even mock other ethnic groups we were everyone was mocking each other and people still do it now so I think for people to even say this is my opinion for people to say oh she was mocking like Somalis like that's not a good thing to do she shouldn't be mocking them but yet again let's not sit down like we don't talk about other ethnic groups that's a lie like every ethnic group mm-hmm. will always have something to say i always have something to say about zimbabweans <laughs> we know you, yeah we know we've been knowing you don't need to say it twice mm-hmm. but you know what i mean it's like um i know i know what you mean i feel like um people just think we all have things we all have things we've said we've, we all have things we've thought about mm. we all have been in Nella Rose's situation and other people's situations. But I think people think, well, I'm better. I knew better than to post it on social media. Mm. You know, that's the thing. They're just like, but why would you go and post it? I knew better than to do that. So I feel like that's where some people are kind of like, why would you say that? Because now the, like, I feel like in a sense, people, because of course, everything you say, people will see it and um, it will make them react in certain ways or make them start thinking like, you know, in a certain way as well. Like if someone who was, I don't know, like trying to love their black skin right now, saw what Nila Rose posted and they so happen to be Somalian, of course it's going to do something to them. You know, it's going to make them feel sad. Mm. So I feel like some people kind of have this attitude of like, I didn't say it online because you know, we all know better than that. We all know that it could make someone feel sad. It could make someone feel this and that and that. So I feel like they use that as, um, to, to justify why they are canceling her. Do you know what I mean? I Because I, I also, I, I fully agree with what you're saying, but I also want to say like, yeah. I'm, this is low-key, this is me being shady right now. If anyone in New yeah. Zealand felt like, I don't, because I don't know if Ask FM was a thing in other countries, but everyone used Ask FM to do this. They used Ask mm-hmm. FM as an opportunity to come after people because it was anonymous. So I don't really believe in yeah. this. I knew better. I think it's more, and for everyone, because I feel like it was just either no one cared to look at your posts or either you're not popular, so no one cares to go and dig up your posts. Um, and because either you, you thought it, you said it out loud in places, but you just never went online because realistically, mm-hmm. I even I don't even think Twitter for me was that popping back then. I thought it was more Instagram was coming into it. Facebook was the mm-hmm. hat. So I'm like, if you didn't do it on Twitter, let me go on your Facebook because I bet you you liked posts. I bet you you said mm-hmm. some stuff that you would definitely regret that you're like, why right. would I say this about myself? Why would I say this about people? I bet you you did mm-hmm. that. And I think the worst thing is to hold you accountable for something you did 10 years ago, especially if it's online. Um, and I, 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 I don't think like, okay, maybe not hold you accountable. Like, of course you should be held accountable for everything that you said, but I, I think it's unfair to now use that as a way to diminish, like you said before, anything, any improvement you've made on yourself, anything you've done, from that point to now because it's just yeah but I think it's also I also have this question what is it 
why is society so focused on punishment why is it every day we want to be the one to justice people right are you god to give out just like why but i feel like in a sense the people who always are ready to punish people is because everything that they do is behind closed doors mm. so it's so much easier for you to pass the judgment pass the punishment to condemn when you have your own little skeletons in the closet honey mm. you know you have the lock it's locked we can't get in there <laughs> it's only you <laughs> who knows what's in there yeah. so it's so much easier because i feel like in a way it takes like the the spotlight off from you do you know what i mean like in a sense it just makes you feel like um what's the word like i've okay so this is my thing i feel like we're kind of like jumping to the last point but so i'm just going to say it now because uh, i think in one of the questions you're talking about uh what do you think oh why do you think people like canceling others what does it say about our inner beings let's, let's bring that so in now like we're now, let me let me ask that question yeah now. So, i think we're now like actually we'll going have, into that we'll because have to bring it in so could you want to repeat i'll repeat the question so it's said out loud so it's kind of like so the question yeah. is why why do you think people like canceling other people and what does it say about inner being so now we're going deeper guys we've yeah. done the self compass we've notified that the problem is cancel culture let's go deeper into where is this problem coming from why cuz i feel like we all have problems we all have issues we all have things going on in our lives no mm. one is immune to not having something going going on in their lives mm. um but it depends on the way you want to deal with your problem are you going to deal with it in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way yeah an unhealthy way is you now trying you know you have a problem instead of focusing on your problem instead of trying to better whatever is going on with you you now want to focus on someone else because in a sense it makes you feel better preach it it makes you feel a bit better like oh like for example i might be dealing with i don't know a different area to um from what you're dealing with mm. so it's so easy for me to be like ah oh, what the hell she's is so ignorant mm, mm. in that area mm. i know better mm. how is she that ignorant in that in you know in that area mm. a girl you know what i mean yeah and it just makes it so much easy for you to just like go on a whole rampage about how you're so much better than her in that area and in a way it kind of feeds to you and makes you feel better about what's going on in your situation because you're like well at least i'm better in that in that you know in that area than her what you're so saying is my facts. problem yeah. yeah you know what i mean like it just makes you it kind of feeds your ego in a way and be like to take it even you know i yeah to take it even a Go step on, further yeah. is even like what you're saying is facts because i noticed something recently i had a really tough week i found myself going back into a habit that i told myself i was going to step out of i wasn't going to do it so mm-hmm. i felt really stink about myself because i had I I would say that I had fallen. I had fallen down. I was like, "Dang yeah. it, God. I told you I wasn't going to do it and I ended up doing it. Did it and then it's dang it like, God, like come on, help me out." And you feel and I felt very disgusting, disgusted with myself. I was annoyed. And I noticed that the whole week, I noticed that the whole week I was scrolling through Instagram. It's like some evil spirit. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's like some spirit of negativity and and pride jealousy envy and mm-hmm. just judge like condemn can like wanting to condemn people i was someone will pick their nose the wrong way and i had an attitude you had something to say about I it yeah something to say honey mad i was pissed mm-hmm. i was like why are you doing that you know it's a sin you know yeah. you shouldn't be picking your nose this way you know you and the thing is like it's okay to, i think it's it, there's a difference between calling things out for what they are but i think it was mm-hmm. it was like this person has to pay for what they did and you sit there and you're like you know you you know what you just did to yourself you know the the, the sin you just committed you're mad about that because mm-hmm. you also feel like god should right. forgive you exactly. so then that person shouldn't be forgiven you should not be forgiven right deep down you're projecting it onto them absolutely i think even if it's a different situation exactly and i think deep yeah. down that's actually what it is and sometimes some some people listening to this right now will be like well that's not me that's not me you know i know the lord Baby forgive girl, my sins but i'm like you. i'm like no sit down and think deeper what, why do you feel cuz think about it no you're right. not a judge you're not a police officer you do not part of, exactly. you're not part of government you don't you're you're a common citizen like all like all of us you and especially if you're a christian mm-hmm. you damn well know you know damn well 
<laughs> this world is so imperfect. You know it damn well. Mm. You know that you do not even deserve the grace of God. God done, right. God done forgive you for everything. He forgave you even before you did your damn mistake. Oh mm-hmm. God, you weren't gonna do it. You told God I'm not gonna lie anymore, and you went outside. The first thing you did when you stepped outside, you lied about something. Lie. Lied on someone. Right. And God still forgives you. So does that mean because you keep lying now, I ought to cancel you? That there's no way that right. you could ever, ever move past that. There is no way that you could grow from that. Because what we're saying is not that. Oh, also every bad thing everyone's doing don't look at it no but it's the okay mm-hmm. we call it out that what you did was wrong but are we all to cancel you now that you can never have an opportunity to change no mm-hmm. right like everyone's allowed grace to change and i think and this is gonna come into we'll go a little bit deeper as we go along but this is running into the next question of like are Christians supposed to participate in canceling people? Because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. this is where I want to ask that question because I remember when I saw even what was going on with Nella Rose, there were so many Christians who were <laughs> part of it saying, well, you know, she should have known better. All these different things. I'm like, if only, mm-hmm. if God put a screen to show us everything you said behind closed doors, everyone should right? be canceled. Like there wouldn't be one person mm-hmm. that wouldn't be canceled. And it's like, uh, it's, it, 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 it goes back to when they wanted to stone the that woman. She was a prostitute, right? She was a, yeah. They wanted, when they they kind of set her up, though. They set her up. They set her, but don't we set we set? That's a we, whole other situation. But we also set them up because you see people will go on radio shows and you know what you're targeting. Mm. You know what you want them to say. You're right. pushing it. You push you and you're mm-hmm. you're pushing their buttons for them to say that thing or to react a certain way, and then social media or people outside or people in the business and the industry want right. to be like, because you said this one thing, I'm fully gonna cancel you. Because I think mm-hmm. like cancel and correction are two different things. If you wanted, exactly. if those people wanted the prostitute to stop what she was doing, it's not to stone her. It's to sit down and say, sister, right. why are you sleeping around with different people? What's going on? Is it money that you need? What's going on? Right. Is it money that you need? How was your childhood? Listen to her. Because if they really cared for her, mm-hmm. they would have done something to help her get out of that because they would have said, you know, you know, this is not the way. This is not what God wants us to do. You know, this is not how God wants us to live our life. How can we help you? Yeah. Sister, you know, God is against what you're doing. That's a different. But they were like, you know what? We are about to kill her. Let's stone her. And Jesus, the savage, he walked in and he said, I'm a savage. <laughs> hey. <laughs> he said, first of all, yes. let's not pretend like I'm I don't know all your safe. secrets. <laughs> he said, he said, if I blow the trumpet right now, all of you are going downstairs. <laughs> he said, right. you will all go to hell. He was like, like, what's going on? And he even if you've never, if none of you have ever sinned before, how about you cast the first one? No one mm-hmm. could even flinch. And if mm. you read it on, he does something when he's like, I think he's even like drawing in the sand. And people start to walk away. And obviously, we don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was drawing, writing people's yeah. stones or writing the people you slept with. Or the, <laughs> writing all right. these different things. But because I, I, I'll say this. To, I'll say this. Um, I don't believe his statement was, don't ever correct anyone. But it was, don't mm-hmm. condemn someone to death. Because what they did is they yeah. condemned her to death. Canceling someone mm-hmm. is like condemning someone to death. It's like saying right. what you are, you, you deserve to die. Your your brand deserves to die. Who you are deserves to die. You mm-hmm. don't deserve to rise up. Like we're burning you now. And this is it. You like you should your career should be fully ended. You should not have an opportunity to to re yeah. re, re maybe um rewrite a brand, rewrite yourself, allow God mm-hmm. to, you know make renew your heart but if cancel culture says no that's it we're finished and it's like no i don't i don't believe jesus was saying let's turn a blind eye to sin but he's saying like why you yeah kill her though and like like i said if you really mm-hmm. care about her why didn't you help sister get out of the the business maybe she wanted food right we don't know her rest of her story you don't know what her childhood yeah. was like you don't know who messed with her yeah and that goes into talk about like you know we all know like about the power that our tongue holds either it speaks death or it speaks life and um I think you kind of were talking about how okay so what I'm gonna say now relates to what you were saying uh so as I was just like writing down notes about this I kind of thought back to um this passage I read a few I think it was like last year about Jeremiah 
Um, so I'll just give a little bit of the context for it. Um, because the way I'm going to use it is not in the way it was used in that context, but I'll explain why I'm using it. Yeah. So basically like, um, I think, um, Jeremiah was saying, you know, I can't speak for you. I'm too young because, you know, God wanted him to go speak about certain things that were going on in that time. Mm. And, um, he was, and then God said, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of people for I am with you and I'll protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Yeah. Anyway, so for all my young people out there listening, there you go. Do what you need to do. Do what God told you to do. Back. You have no excuse now. Back. But anyways, this <laughs> is the next, this is the part that I'm focusing on. Um, then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I anoint Oh, today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. So that's like Jeremiah 1, 6 to 10. Mm. And um, my whole emphasis is on the last part when God was saying, some you must uproot and tear down, destroy or overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. And my whole point is... Um, when this whole thing is going on with the whole cancel culture, when someone says something that they shouldn't have said, mm. are you going to uproot the ignorance and build them up with correction? Mm. Or are you just going to, what are you going to do? Because mm. that's what we should aim to do. We should aim to uproot the ignorance, aim to uproot where they lacked in knowledge, aim to uproot um, basically the, where they failed, where mm. they made the mistake yeah. and replace that with building them up in that sense of, you know, you lacked knowledge in this area. You said this stuff about racism. Let me actually, you know, you know, give you some knowledge about why is it that people are giving you so much backlash, where it is that you went wrong, mm. you know, why the things you said were so like hurtful to other people. Let me educate you on that so that next time you won't make the same mistake. So that next time you know better than to say what you said, mm. you know, that's what we should be aiming to do. And um, there was a point in the verse where God said, um, look, I have put words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. I feel like our job is to actually stand up for, for not stand up for them in the sense of what they did, but stand up for humility, stand up for grace, mm. stand up for mercy, stand up for love. You know, everyone is so quick to basically cast their stones. But why don't you stand up? to them like what Jesus did with mm. the lady and say hey I don't think this is a good idea I don't think this is the way we should go about it mm. I think we should give her or him grace the yeah. same grace God gave you wasn't just meant for you honey it was meant to be over to, oh to be to be over poured onto someone else onto uh -huh. the next you know mm. when he was you know when the bible talks about you know um care for one another love one another mercy forgiveness all of those things are part of that as well. So I think in that sense, we should stand up for each other of, you know, of saying, hey, I know he or she made a mistake in this area, but listen, we need to give her or him mercy, grace. We need to give them room to improve or whatever it is. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to say. And at the same time, um, in the verse, it said, you know, the Lord reached out and touched my mouth. We all, all of us as Christians, we all have a purpose. There's something that God wants us to do. Something, there's an anointing, like our tongue is anointed for something. Whether your tongue is anointed for healing, whether your tongue is anointed for deliverance, whether your tongue is anointed to be a lawyer, whatever it is, your tongue is anointed in one area or another. So how are you using your tongue when it comes to cancel culture? How are you using that anointing that's over your tongue? Are you using it to you know, uh, to what's it called, to cause death over their lives? Because we all know, you know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Or are you going to speak life into this situation? Like Jeremiah says, are you going to uproot and tear down what needs to be uprooted and tear down? Or are you just going to actually uproot them as a person and cancel them and tear them down as a person? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you kind of need to think of it in a sense of like, as a Christian, uh, you know, we all need to think like, yo, what would Jesus do in this situation? And I know it's hard sometimes because sometimes I, I don't want to think about what Jesus would do. Yeah. I want to think about what would could I do? Yep. But God is like, no, honey, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. 
the same grace I gave you, the same mercy I gave you, I want you to give to these people. Have you ever done something so bad that you're just like, Lord, I don't know how you're still forgiving me because I'm still finding a hard time to forgive myself. Exactly. You know, you know, when you find yourself in those situations of like, how are you forgiving me right now? How are you showing me so much mercy, so much grace, so much love? I don't deserve it. I've done so much wrong. But God is saying the same mercy, same grace, whatever it was that I gave you, give to these people because they need it. And through that, you know, through doing that, it does less harm literally builds up the person it makes that that person who did whatever wrong it was Mm. to become a better person you know what i mean because you showed humility you um approached you approached the situation in a way that as christians should all aspire to approach it and um for some reason christians think uh well i've read the bible like the whole bible in a whole year i know what the bible says Mm -hmm. but honey that's not spiritual growth spiritual growth is not knowing the bible it's about applying the bible in your life it's about about being obedient to the bible so if now you're just gonna come and say i cancel nila rose or whoever it is you're not spiritually growing (laughs) you're not that's being immature that's being immature because you're not practicing what was in the bible that you claim to know Mm. you're not Mm. and uh you know, the Bible talks about, like, in, Col- in Colossians 3, 12 to 5, it says, um, since God chose you to be holy people, he, uh, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, mm. kindness, mm. humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. Talk about it. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Mm. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Mm. When all these Christians were coming for all these other people to do with council culture, were they coming in a form of like being clothed, clothed with peace or were they ready for war? Yep. They were ready to attack, honey. They didn't wear the clothes that God is saying wear. They were wearing anger. They were wearing, you know, uh, literally con- condemnation. Yeah. They weren't wearing what God is saying. Exactly. So I just feel like um, that's basically how I feel when it comes to Christians in this cancel culture. Because if you, if not even you, me as well, because I need to remind myself, yeah. if now I come for people who make mistakes and now I'm like, I cancel you because you did this and that five years ago, even if it's two weeks ago, it's kind of like, bruh, mm. you're acting like how the devil acts when he comes for us yeah. and, you know, um, reminds us of that sin or that fault that we did. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, like it's, it just diminishes you. Yeah. It, you don't even want to elevate to a new level like it just makes you feel so bad because constantly he's reminding you like but you did that exactly. what did you do that exactly. you know it just makes you feel so bad and it's like we're now literally doing what the devil does to us exactly when we do to these other people and then we call ourselves christians like and the contradiction right there literally the con- like it's like, not even wow. it's not even a joke anymore because i feel like yeah based on everything that you said i i want to i want to touch on some a few things before i move on to the next point is that when cuz i saying love yo let's not look at love the way the world sees it love does not exclude right, correction right. do not assume that yeah. love is blind the mm-hmm. Bible does not define love as blind. It doesn't. When it says it's mm-hmm. long-suffering, to be long-suffering is just, mm-hmm. you have to notice something is wrong. Like, let's yeah. not, pre- like, so the love of God does not exclude correction because God still has rules and regulations. For us, containers of how we're supposed to do things, it does. So it, so let's not assume that love doesn't mean correction, but cancel culture is not mm-hmm. correction. Cancel culture is like, right. it's the easiest, darling. it's the easiest way to just get rid of someone because you don't have you don't want to have yeah. to fix it you don't want to have to actually address the real issues so you go we're just going to cancel you you don't want to sit down yeah. 
and actually say colorism is an issue that is affecting our people. We are participating mm -hmm. into pushing colorist ideas. How about we hold Hollywood accountable for always portraying light-skinned women a certain way? How about we hold all these different brands accountable? Mm -hmm. Let's hold all these different brands accountable showing Africa a certain way. Let's hold these people accountable. Let's mm -hmm. talk about racism and call. Let's talk about the real issues. No, nobody want to do that. So it's easier for you to just go, you know what? I'm just going to cancel you. It's like, it's like somebody being deemed like with a mental health issue and they made them like let's say they mm -hmm. kill someone and you, you like you just throw them in prison with no hopes of helping them or even just a kid mm -hmm. who steals a kid who steals stabs someone you throw them in prison with no hopes of rehabilitation yeah. with no hopes of actually helping them get back into the real world that is what cancel culture does you throw people in a cell and you don't have a backup plan all you do is just mm -hmm. you want to fill up jail like prison cells with people because it makes you feel like you're making the streets better because this is yeah chucking people in prison makes the makes us as a society tap ourselves on the shoulder going look at my society my society is good we're throwing bad people in prison when you don't want to help mm -hmm. the bad people, you don't want to help them better themselves. You just want to leave them how they are. And when, as soul surgery, what we're trying to do here is not just, like I said, we're not just trying to say, everyone, you know, you just have to be a better Christian, you know, so, like, life is not that simple. A lot of the things that you do mm -hmm. outwards is a reflection of what's going on inside. And inside, it, yeah. And it's not always pretty. Like, I'm sorry, killing someone is not okay, but it's not, I don't think that person who killed someone is deemed to be cancelled. And some people might be like, Favor, this person killed someone. Okay, but Paul, literally, right. his whole mission right. was to... It I, was all... He, he said, the thing goes... He said, are you Christian? Literally. Paul, I bet. Yeah. Literally... Paul, all he did was kill. He, at the time, he was sore. Yeah. He was killing people. He killed Christians. And mm -hmm. then now to become redeemed in Christ, mm. to now be yeah. one of the leading fathers of the faith. Like, this dude mm. is... Like, the majority of the New Testament is written by this guy. He's one of the foundations of how we, we understand who Christ is and what Christ did was written mm -hmm. by the same guy. The same man who yeah. didn't kill one person, y'all. He he killed. He if you just hear you said G, you said G, you said Jesus. He would kill you. It's not a joke here. Moses killed someone and was still appointed by God. Mm -hmm. David. David killed someone. His lust. He he not only slept mm. with someone. He, he cheated. He slept with someone else's wife and he killed the husband. Yep. yep. But he was still chosen. How many times did Abraham lie saying Sarah was my sister? Right. But he was still chosen to be the father of, of a generation. Mm -hmm. so this, Talk about it. But yet again, everyone's going to say, yeah, but that was the Bible. But see, that's the thing. If you're a Christian and you try to view everything as, yeah, but that, but that, but then you need to talk to God about that because then I don't know mm -hmm. this walk with God. I don't know how are you trying to do it. But the reality is the Bible's supposed to be a foundation as to how we ought to be. I cannot sit here as, as claim to be a Christian. I cannot sit here and say, guys, look at me, I'm a Christian and be out here canceling people left, right and center. I did do it in the past and I am so ashamed that I participated in that, but I didn't know better. Now I know better, so I mm -hmm. do better. Mm. And the worst things that we can do as Christians is to try to do this thing where we hold people to their past. God looked at my sin and he said, baby, your sins will be red like crimson, but I make them white as snow. He said, baby, you confess your sins. I don't even remember what you did. If God can do that, right. why can't I? I ought to be like mm -hmm. Christ. This whole conversation that like, mm -hmm. and, I, and you know, if we say, but God is perfect, but we ought to be like Christ. Being a Christian is a follower mm -hmm. of Christ. So our job is to do our absolute best. And it doesn't mean to look over what is done. It means that we say, okay, cool. You made this mistake. Cool. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is consequences to what you've done. Because what we're saying is we're not saying there shouldn't be consequences. No, 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 no. What you see, what you um, what you sow is what you will reap. You want yeah. to others what you want done to you. That is just what is. That's what the Bible says. That, that is how justice works. Okay, but justice is not throwing a stone and having them dead. You didn't solve the problem. You didn't solve the problem. Yeah. You just you just made it worse. You shut it down. And the worst. Literally. And the, the funny thing is, some people might say cancel culture is a new thing, baby. 
it's not if if you if read your bible please it just comes in different forms exactly but interestingly enough i feel like it's this it's been it's been the same though it's just that it no, looks it's different been, yeah. because of our generation because stoning someone is no different to literally saying do you know what we're gonna just like someone say, saying out of their hands i'm gonna kill this person because i feel like you made a mistake or saying mm-hmm. now your career deserves to die who you are deserves to die wishing death upon people i think mm. not only the funny thing is with cancel culture it didn't even just affect that woman that we bring up the prostitute but let me tell you jesus was cancelled just in case you didn't know hear it from me first jesus was cancelled by the society he was trying to save the people mm-hmm. he came to die for cancelled him one day they were saying master heal me one day what they were saying rabbi one day they were singing Hosanna. Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. they said, let me put palms on the ground. They said, let me wash your feet. One day they said, the Messiah is here. Then the next day they said, crucify him. The next day they said, crucify. They wished death. Up- they didn't even wish death upon him. They wanted to participate. They were. If you knew what Jesus went through. They, they were can- ready. They- Do you know what's really funny? He- they- not only did they cancel him. His friend betrayed him, and his other f- best friend said he didn't know him. Peter. <laughs> three times. Right. So I think we ought to understand Jesus had done, he got, he went through and he knows what it feels like. And he's saying, guys, mm-hmm. do not be like those. Because even when Jesus, right. even Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know. So, yeah. He even said, and, Father, um, forgive them. There's this other character i think it was almost becoming one of the disciples or he did follow jesus but he wasn't like the main disciples i think his name was stefan or something but that's someone's brother isn't that someone's brother was it i don't know but i remember like i was reading about it and um he was getting stoned and he also like said the same thing around those lines of like forgive them for what they're doing like for stoning me mm. and it's just like yeah this council culture business why do we actually do it and you think the way you're going about it is the right way but it's not it's just it's just gonna create more problems um because now people will think oh that's the right way to go about it no it's not it's toxic the way people are going about it is so toxic because it does nothing but make the situation worse worse it does nothing but make the situation 10 times harder now to try and correct it and try to do it the right way Mm. imagine now if someone wants to come and correct the way people are doing cancel culture actually not even correct but just try and just be like cancel culture should not be a thing the way people are going to turn on them and be like what do you mean because it's been something like we talked about that's been happening forever and i feel like it's actually so inevitable but i think our jobs as christians is to try to minimize to minimize the cancel culture as much as we can because it's so inevitable exactly so so inevitable but if you can find a way to just if you just can see someone doing this whole cancel culture business and be like hey what you're doing is not right and just show them like the effects the ripple effects of what they're saying or how they're going about this whole cancel culture business and trying to jump on the band band working of cancel culture if you just Mm. show them like what it actually does the effects of it Mm. it stops at least one person and then they can go and stop other people as well yeah i'm not saying this is something that can ever be stopped i mean it can't really i mean the devil's roaming around in the streets honey i was gonna say like i don't believe i think we it's cute because we can talk about it i don't believe that cancel culture will stop but mm-hmm. I, my, the plea is that christians should never please participate yeah. in it because yeah. if you do that you're gonna have to answer to god about that because how do you like how right. do you cancel someone and then go on your knees and say father forgive me because god will be looking at you like do you did you not read mm-hmm. um <laughs> like the i'm sorry the alpha right. have you said the alpha before right father forgive right. me as i forgive the oh okay but you like you don't like as christians we don't get to do that i'm sorry I, like if, mm-hmm. if if this sounds harsh and you got to like you're judging me like if you think this is judgment like i said if the shoe fits you better wear it and run with it because i'm not i'm not saying anyone's name so if wear it honey if it's tickling your throat if it's it's tickling your pride talk to god about it because mm-hmm. we we have no right to participate in cancel culture we ought to stand against cancel culture i think something that I, I also have to change into my i have to change my dialogue of saying it's not my job to teach it's not my job to educate 
actually kind of is my job. As a Christian, it's my mm-hmm. job to lead the way. It's my job to live a certain lifestyle. And if people are doing things differently, if I'm doing something differently, I, I, I deserve the respect for someone to come in correction, come to correct me in love, mm-hmm. come and correct me. And if I choose not to listen to that, then that was between me and God. And that was between me and yeah. God. And I think what we need to do is when we see people canceling people or wanting to persecute people, we ought to stand up and say, yo, what you're doing is wrong. This is not going to help the situation. Exactly. Yeah, what they yeah. did was wrong, but canceling them is not going to help anyone. Saying this about them is mm-hmm. not going to help anybody because you're just fueling to the fire. Mm-hmm. And I saw something interesting. It says, as Christians, we are called to push back against this culture and to stand up for dignity and rights of our neighbors, especially those mm-hmm. whom we disagree with, as we seek to persuade them to the truth of God's word. So it's not our job yeah. to jump on the bandwagon. It's not our job to do that. And I think, because I, I, um, I was going to say, what does the Bible, what does the Bible say about the, can, like, can, the cancel culture in the sense of like, for us, for us as Christians? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if the reality is Christians are being canceled left, right and center. They're front mm-hmm. and center. You stand up for your belief. Everybody want to cancel you because they say you're a Christian. They say you're against gay people. They right. say you're against this. You're against that. So everybody wants to cancel you. And I think I saw this thing and it was so perfect. And it was saying things that Christians need to think about when it comes to cancel culture, and especially if it's coming towards you. It says you need thicker, thicker skin. It says thicker skin mm. and you need to be in, you have to have intellectual, intellectually honest conversations about it it's not about speaking dialogue just from is important feeling of, yeah i'm just angry because you said this it's about no have thicker skin not everything is about you right. someone might say christians but there's no reason for you to cry about it it's saying as a christian sometimes we have mm-hmm. to have thicker skin have thicker skin and have a conversation about it and it says we shouldn't engage in cancel culture but if we want to talk about cancel culture we need to come in a place of respect and remember who you're mm-hmm. serving remember whose daughter right. you are remember whose son you are you know, we can't participate in this conversation trying to speak like the rest of the world. Because the rest of the world, whew, they are ready to cuss everybody out. They're ready to cancel everybody. And, and, I have, and I have a verse. Okay, so there's a Bible verse that talks on this. So it's Matthew 10. Um, yeah, so Matthew chapter 10, verse 16 to 17. Now remember, it is I who sends you out, even though you feel vulnerable as lambs going into a pack of wolves. So be as shrewd as, as snakes, yet as harmless as doves. Um, verse 17 says, be on your guard, for there will be those who will betray you before their religious Mm. councils and brutally beat you with whips of their public gatherings in their public gathering. Sorry. And this is the words of Jesus, by the way, it's in red. So these are the words of Jesus. Jesus is saying, y'all, when you go out to be a Christian, when you go out into it's gonna life, be people are going to come for you. Because, yeah, we were talking about people's mistakes and, and the things that they were saying. But even sometimes being a Christian, you didn't even have to say nothing. You just woke up and you said, mm-hmm. hallelujah. And they said, why are you saying God? Like, why are you shoving your religion down my throat? And then now they want to counsel you. And the thing is just to say, like, the Bible is talking about it. Like, the Bible saying, like, yo, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen and mm. saying, yes, you might feel like a lamb going into a pack of wolves, but it's saying you need to be as, because it's shrewd, it's kind of like saying, you, you know, you're making right judgment of, of how to move. You need to be smart like a snake. Yeah. You have to be smart like a snake, but be as harmless as a dove. It said harmless, mm. guys. It didn't say be like a snake. Come with then, your grenades. And then br- <laughs> bite with your venom. It didn't say that. It says be as harmless as a dove. Yeah. Harmless as a dove. And yes, guys, I'm not perfect in this area, but we when I'm spe- when we speak about this is because it's it's something that I believe it's on in, it's on God's heart that we do better. This generation has mm-hmm. to represent Jesus the right way. If we're the salt of the earth, with the light of the world, we cannot be participating in such horrible cultures, especially cancel culture, because mm. it goes against who God is. It goes against our worship right. God. Like it goes against everything. Mm-hmm. Like how do you sit? How are you gonna sit there and say, "Hi guys, I'm a Christian, but I'm out here canceling everyone left, right, and center"? Yeah, because honey, you would have been canceled as soon as you came on this earth. As soon as you just literally cried, because we're all born into sin. But exactly, you was a sinner since birth, but so he should have canceled you, but he didn't cancel you. Exactly. Exactly. And now you've got the nerve to cancel someone else. Exactly. As if now you're God. Are you God? Exactly. So, this, 
this like okay so basically what what we're trying to also say is that to correct someone does not mean you have to cancel them correction and cancel right. cancel like canceling people deleting people those are two different concepts see when you correct mm-hmm. something you just have to maneuver it the right way you have to maneuver mm-hmm. it the right way switch the lane either adjust it you're just adjusting it allowing it to continue what it's doing to do better but to cancel mm-hmm. someone, y'all, that's that that ain't right. That ain't right. And you guys might be like, "Fam, I don't really care for your opinion." Well, baby, you came to the end of the podcast. You heard we said right. it. It's being said. We now said what? it. We we've been saying it. So if you don't want to listen, have a conversation with you and the Lord. This is just an encouragement to not that we but, guys we gotta like. But I mean, if y'all want to come for us, don't come for me, though. I'm just the guest. Come to the main girl. She said. Right. She said. Come to her, not me. Okay. Not me. Definitely not me. Okay, Peter. Yeah. Okay, Peter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Okay, Peter. Right. (laughs) That's who you are right now. Um. Do you have any last words for the people out there in in the world for Um, cancer culture? Drink water, um, go to sleep before you are ready to point the fingers at other people. Just point the finger at yourself. Look at, look at yourself in the mirror and just see. Instead of spending my time canceling people, what can I do better for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and take some time to just work on yourself. Do some soul surgery, honey. This has been so fun because I really enjoy talking to you about this. Thank you for coming on. Um, Guys, this will not be the first and the last time you see her. But definitely, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sitting in for this conversation. I would love to continue this conversation. If we want to continue this conversation, definitely head on to the Soul Surgery Instagram so that it's technically like an underscore Soul Surgery and another underscore or an Instagram. Give us a follow, comment below, message me if we want to keep talking about it. Any other questions, any other topics that you guys think I should tackle. Um, and please follow Prune Away on Instagram. Can you, how do, what, what is Prune Away on Instagram? What's the handle? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know why she's outing my business. But <laughs> I don't know. I have, a, <laughs> I have a Christian-based account and it's called Prune Away, prune.away. It's on Instagram and we talk about everything. We talk about gossiping because I know y'all struggle with that. Yes. Um, so if you want to check out a post about gossiping and its effects, you can go see that. We talk about faith, doubts. Um, what else have I posted about? Um, other things as well. So just go check that out. Make sure you like, comment and follow. Mm, look at that. Yeah. Oh, so now you want the plug. Get out. So annoying. <laughs> yeah. We also have some IGTVs. Um, so you can go check those out as well. Don't ask me where my face is. Just know it's there somewhere. If you look closely, you will see it. Yeah. She doesn't post her, um, her face, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, thank you guys again. Thank you again, but please definitely follow Prune Away. So that's prune.away and Soul Surgery on Instagram. And that's underscore Soul Surgery and another underscore at the end. I hope you guys were blessed by this. Um, and I'll see you guys at the in the next podcast. I'm not sure what the title is going to be. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. I'm still in prayer and analyzing, asking God, like, hey, God, like, what are we going to talk about next? But thank you so much for tuning in. Stay blessed, never vex, and we are out. Bye. Bye.